The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio, a very special edition because we are broadcasting aboard Holland America's Koningsdam. Yeah, their brand new ship. In fact, uh, just launched, like I think we're on the third sailing right now. Uh, it was built in 2016 and 2015. I believe the keel was laid in late 2014. It's a 99 9,500 ton ship. So it's only 500 gross registered tons from being a larger class uh, ship, still qualified as a medium class ship. It holds 2,650 passengers and Holland America has really stepped up the game on this ship. We're going to talk to the cruise director a little later on in the program, also get some passenger commentary, talk to a longtime Holland America cruiser, Vanessa. She's standing by to talk to us in just a little bit. But first we have the hotel director, Don, who uh, is in charge of this amazing ship such a beautiful ship too by the way and we'll talk all about it here in just a little bit don welcome to the show our first question for you is uh your position the hotel director now when people think of a hotel director they automatically think of hotel rooms but really your job far exceeds that yeah hotel director actually basically oversees everything that happens in a hotel from the entertainment to the bars to the food to the restaurants you know all these things that happen but also including ordering the supplies that we need for the ship so that we can actually provide you with a plate with food uh, and uh, you know it, it's not just the the, the the rooms it's it's everything just making sure that everything runs and the whole guest experience is a wonderful one you have over a thousand crew members on here how do you manage all them uh, yeah <laughs> that's a lot of people it's, it's a lot of people um of course, you work with managers. I have 12 people that report directly to me, and mm-hmm. through them I manage. Um, I like to be around, ask them questions, see what's going on, what their problem is, work with them to see you know, uh, how I can help them, because that's how I view my role. I'm here to assist everybody else. Uh, yes, decisions have to be made. I will make them, but I want to make sure that they get you know, the, the time they need uh, sure. to do it, and, and you know, the, the tools to do the job. And you know, if there's challenges, I want to know them from them. Let's switch gears here and talk about the Koenigsam. Uh, when you first boarded the ship, I'm sure it was in dry dock and only halfway built. But uh, what areas uh, really impressed you the most as it started to come to life? Uh, yeah, it's very interesting to see the ship come to life. When you take away the protection and the carpet, the, the protect all that stuff, mm-hmm. you see a ship coming to life. And notes is one of my favorite spots yeah. on board. Uh, whiskey, I actually do like the whiskey, but also that whole when you come down that corridor and you walk into nodes and you see all those bottles, you're like, wow. Um, but in general, the ship is, 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 you know, exceeding my expectations mm-hmm. by far. It's, it's uh, everything is just well thought of and and. Uh, just designed very nicely and then besides that the world stage is also one of my favorites where we have this 270 degree uh, wall Mm -hmm. 270 feet of screen it's just amazing to see that everything happening in there what differs Koningsdam from the other cruise ships you've worked on before 
more options for guests mm -hmm. uh, you know more restaurants more musical options uh, just the whole uh, experience here is, is brought to the next level you have everything is just a little bit more options for the guests and, and uh, not just in dining but the music and the design is different uh, we have two different designers that designed the ship so the, the whole feel uh, originally is different but then going back you know when you when you're on board for a little bit you see the crew members you see the little things that Holland America Line does so mm -hmm. it, it does feel like home if you were talking to a guest or a future guest who hasn't been on the ship yet, what is one not-to-miss thing on this ship? It could be anything, in your opinion. It could be food, entertainment, um, an experience. What would you tell somebody, hey, you can't miss this when you go on Koningsdam? Well, you need to experience everything, right, of course. exactly, yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the Frozen Planet show, mm -hmm. that's one that blows your yeah, mind. Yeah, mind-blowing. But also... You know, there is a lot of restaurants. If if I were to choose, I would definitely make sure that I would go to the Tamarind and experience that uh, yeah. Pan-Asian cuisine and the service up there is just amazing. Last question here. We vacation on your cruise ship. Where do you vacation? <laughs> <laughs> well, I vacation at home, but when I go on vacation, I actually like to go to Asia and mm -hmm. experience the, the, the service level there. You will see that we have a lot of... Asian crew members from the Philippines mm -hmm. and Indonesia, the service levels that they provide are just amazing, and and you know it just makes an experience to the next level. It's um, I like Bali, I like uh, the Philippines, Manila. It just whole different experiences, you know, and I like the weather there, so that's that's fantastic. Very nice. I've been talking with Don. He's the hotel director aboard the Coning Sam. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, and it's been a pleasure talking to you. What are your three favorite things on Coning Sam? The Grand Dutch Cafe for the Panacook with fresh fruit. I really like the relaxation lounge and the spa, mm -hmm. which is a beautiful, very calming space. And I love the Lido pool because it's very fun. It's interactive. It has the screen showing videos and has films later. There's the pool area. There's the hot tub. And there's the New York pizza and deli place. It's just a really fun atmosphere. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. We'd love to hear your comments. Email comments at cruiseradio.net. So uh, we're sitting here with Vanessa Lee now, and we're 
in the Ocean Bar on the Koningsdam. First off, Vanessa, it's so good to see you again. You too, Doug. Thanks. Let's take a step back because this ship is amazing. Koningsdam is beautiful. But uh, before you sailed on this ship, what were your pre-cruise thoughts of what Koningsdam was going to be like? Well, I knew she would be different. Mm-hmm. And I knew that Holland America was stepping out and stepping up and had decided to make major changes in a number of areas on the ship. So I was anticipatory about that. But she has blown me away. Yeah, so let's fast forward to when you walked onto the ship. What were your first impressions of only not only walking on, but walking around the ship as well? I thought to myself, this is a beautiful ship. You come in on that sort of deck three area, and there's that fantastic sculpture by, uh, I think, Adam Tihani was talking about it, and it's a harp. But you don't know that it's a harp. Right. And you're looking at it, and it's a three-story thing, and you're going, what is this? And it's beautiful. And then everything is elegant and charming, and the staff are beautifully attired. And there's just this soft, timeless elegance that sort of wraps you up into it. It's been said a lot around the ship that this ship is reminiscent of like a celebrity solstice class ship. What are your thoughts about that? I agree, particularly the dining room, um, because that looks very much like a solstice class or eclipse Mm -hmm. ship dining room. And we discovered why. We were discussing this the other day that Adam Tihani, the great designer, Mm -hmm. has done both restaurants on this ship and on a celebrity ship. But I think the contemporary space, the elegance, the um, lightness of the ship, it makes me think of celebrity. My last Holland America sailing was, I think, in 2014. I was on maybe Westerdam in Alaska. Mm-hmm. And just coming from Westerdam, which I know is a fairly older ship, but coming to this ship, it's like night and day. Like the entertainment on this ship just blows you away. What are your thoughts on the entertainment? Because you've seen a little bit more than I have. Yes, I saw the BBC Earth Frozen Planet show last night in the 270 Lounge, the world stage, mm-hmm. which is remarkable. And they have put this whole BBC Frozen Planet documentary, which by itself is stunning. And they've married it with music composed specifically for the cruise line by one of the world's most famous composers, multi-Grammy award winning. And so you see these animals. It's the Arctic, the Antarctic. And the music shows these baby polar bear cubs, all those crazy penguins flying through the air, sliding on the ice, going, whoops, I'm here. And the music goes, blah, 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 blah. it's fantastic. And wasn't that a live orchestra as well? Yes. Ten-piece orchestra. The Lincoln Center Orchestra on board the ship is in that stage with the documentary. And some people may not think it's a big deal, but you don't really see orchestras on cruise ships anymore. No, no. and they, Lincoln Center, in their partnership with Holland America, we were told today, auditioned the musicians, chose the musicians, trained them in the way that Lincoln Center would want, and then they come on the ship and they perform. A lot of classical, of course. Being a music guy, from my background in radio, I, I like uh, like the billboard on board mm. programming with the the dueling pianos. And tonight, after this interview, we're going to go see a show in the what was it called World Theater? Yes. Yeah. The, uh, yes. Two hundred and seventy degree screens. World it's stage. World stage. Yeah. With a two hundred and seventy degree stage, it's going to be really. Re- is yes. that it? Two hundred seventy. Two hundred seventy degrees mm-hmm. of uh, in the round. And in fact, tonight we're going to be able to sit in the middle, around the back, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be, I believe, all around us these fantastic uh, images and then the dancers and the singers are going to perform all these billboard hits from gosh knows like five decades of music Mm -hmm. all 
apparently number one hits. So we're all going to be toe-tapping and leaping around and clapping in our seats, I'm sure. (laughs) A good excuse for me not to sit still. I can't do that anyways. Uh, Let's switch gears here and talk about the public spaces on the ship. Because one thing I've noticed is that normal Holland America ships, like whenever you're walking through the Culinary Arts Center, I think they call it the Queen's Lounge, or walking through different venues around the ship, there's normally tight quarters. But here... You can walk 10 deep and still have room for people. It's very expansive. I noticed that the promenade area, especially on deck twos and deck two and three, which are the entertainment decks, Mm -hmm. they're the main dining and entertainment decks. I can't tell you how impressed I am with this ship. I mean, she has blown me away. This is remarkable, remarkable, innovative, creative, beautiful ship. And they've got everything going for them. There's hardly any wrong steps. Mm -hmm. I, I can maybe do two or three and we've been on for a few days. Yeah. I know. I was like, when I took this sailing, I was like, well, I just need to be on for three nights. It's just another Holland America ship. But now I'm wishing I would have stayed on for the whole six nights because the food, the food is awesome on here too. Awesome. Like we did, um, gosh, we're, we went to the Culinary Arts Center, like a dining experience with a farm to table movement last night with all fresh ingredients. And tonight we did the Cell de Mar, which is like a, was it a French seafood type restaurant. Yes, a French seafood brasserie. And I had the best branzino tonight that I've ever tasted. And the pizza on here. Now, yes. uh, people were challenging me on Twitter and social media about this, but I'm willing to say that it's probably the best pizza at sea. Now, Princess had it before with Regal, I thought. What are your, what are your thoughts on the pizza? No, pizza's fantastic. Yeah. The desserts are fantastic. The new Grand Dutch Cafe mm-hmm. is fabulous with all these Dutch treats and pea soup and all these little sort of sweet treat meat things. I can't tell you. Seriously, this ship is a, nine and a 9.3 out of 10, in my opinion. I cruise all the time. Yeah. Uh, talk to us about the. We were sitting outside today under yes. the in the solarium, but even the double decker. With talk to us about that area. Well, that's the Lido pool, so it's the main part of the ship. And for the first time ever, Holland has done a double decker, as you say, and they've got a Magradome sliding glass roof over it, and it's open or shut depending on the day. But I love the fact that you've got that second level above the pool. And the seating areas are all sort of scalloped around the top of the pool. And we've got the Panorama Cafe. And we've got great pizzas, as you mentioned. But you can get snacks. Till 1 Mm a.m., you can get pastrami sandwiches. You can get... Somebody said to me they loved the... um, uh, the great treats at 1 a.m. in the morning, the pretzels when they were peckish. They were up there at 1 a.m. getting a chocolate pretzel. I'm thinking, oh, you're mad. But they love it. It's, it's, just, it's just got a good vibe. Yeah. There's it's a- not quiet. It's a busy ship, and it's a bright ship, and it's got lots going on, which is unusual. Yeah, it's, it's a departure from yes. what I know Holland America as. Uh, and uh, another new thing that they added is Blend, which they've teamed up with. Is it the uh, Chateau Saint Michel yes, winery but, in Washington? Yes, they teamed up with them, and it's where you're making your own wine. So it's like 129 dollars, and you get to blend your own bottle of wine. How unique is that? You've been around the industry for a while. How unique is that to be on a cruise ship? That's unique. Yes. That's the first time ever. I've never been on a ship before where you could make your own wine and be taught by a sommelier and shown how to blend. And you go to the casks and you pour out your wine and you taste it. Right? We did that. Yeah. <laughs> 
I actually gave you my bottle because I'm leaving tomorrow. You're leaving tomorrow. You're not allowed but, to take it with you. I'll be drinking it tomorrow <laughs> night. Thank you very much. I, I, I gave my. You get to name your bottle with a marker and write on it. So mine was Cruise Radio Harvest 1997. For some unreason, it was yeah. 1997. I was 17 years old. I don't know what that meant. What, what, what did you name yours? Stuyvesant blend. I don't know why I did the Stuyvesant thing, but it's the old Dutch thing mm-hmm. from New York, and it just came to my mind. And I thought, where did I get that from? I have no idea. Really, really taking it back <laughs> Too there. Too much red wine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It, uh, speaking of Dutch, you, you notice uh, around the ship little hints of, their, oh, yes. the, of the Dutch and the Dutch influence. Like, what are some things you notice? I've noticed a couple little things like in the Lido Deck Marketplace area where they have the little orange stripe on the napkin. Our waiter's lapels, they have the yes. little orange thing. What have you noticed around the ship? Well, that's the thing. There's these little accents of orange, which, of course, is, is the Dutch national color, mm-hmm. the House of Orange, way back. And so as we were getting on board a couple of days ago, I kept seeing... The right, the buttons on the lapels, the napkins, little plant flower pots have orange. There's accents in your stateroom of orange. I just think it's it's quite it's charming. Really cool. In yeah. the Pinnacle Grill, they have orange plates, things like that. Just it's they're trying to bring more of their Dutch heritage back, which I think is very is very clever, and I think it's timely. Even in the space we're sitting in the Ocean Bar, I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, I remember the Ocean Bar and other ships being a lot smaller and a lot more cramped. Yes, I do too. Yeah. This, they just, they've spread the space out. I, the design of the ship is good. It flows well. There's a musical theme, as we discussed with this sort of hop thing as you get mm-hmm. on board. The Queen's Lounge is two levels, and it's sort of, it looks like the interior of a violin. They've got great music going on in there. It's much more lively. This seems to be a different energy on this ship. And part of it is the design. I think they've just been very, very thoughtful. And Holland America knew that they had to make some changes. And they're looking for new guests. And they're looking for younger guests. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to step up and out into a new Holland America era. I love the musical influence, not only in the venues or the piano here in the ocean bar, but even the artwork all over the ship. Like, you know, when you're walking down the corridors on other Holland America ships, you see, like, the old Rotterdam and photos. And here it's, like, pictures of Amadeus and just, like, you know, Mozart and... uh, And David Bowie. Yeah, exactly. And Jimi Hendrix and icons of Mm -hmm. stage and screen and, 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 and music. And there's some edgy art but it's all beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's really spectacular. Yeah. I mean, they should be so proud of this ship. And the service, of course, is great. Oh, yeah. But we expect that at Holland America. So that's nothing. You know, you don't think about that so much. You right. just know they're going to be so charming and engaging with you. Well, we could talk all night here, but we've got to hop. Uh, last question. Uh, if someone were to sail Koningsdam, what would you say, do not miss this? What would you say? There's so much. You just give me one or two. Okay, the world stage for sure, and the BBC Earth stuff. And I think uh, the dining. The dining, Cell de Mer tonight, the culinary the other night, Tamarind, Pinnacle Grill. All these alternative restaurants, they're worth it. They're more than worth it. Fabulous. We've been talking with Vanessa Lee. Vanessa, enjoy Cruise Radio Harvest 1997, my (laughs) bottle of wine I gave you. Thank you so much. Good seeing you again. You too, Doug. Bye. We're here with Jonathan. He's the cruise director on board. How are you doing, Jonathan? Very good. How are you? Good, man. Now, uh, before we talk about the Koningsdam and everything that ship has to offer, let's take a step back and give us uh, some background about yourself and what brought you here to Koningsdam. Sure. Well, I did my undergrad at the University of Montreal in linguistics, and then I went off to grad school in South Africa where I did a master's in modern languages. 
And after that, I've tended to work mostly in the language industry. And I was working for a large multinational corporation in their translations department, and I was complaining to some friends of mine at a party about how I always work these boring desk jobs. <laughs> and one of these friends turned out to be a former cruise director. So on, on the sly, he transmitted all of my information to the entertainment department in Seattle, where our head office is at Holland America Line. And the next day, I was getting recruiting calls from the entertainment team. They said, we think we want to make you a cruise director. And I said, no, 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 that sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But they talked me into it. <laughs> So you're kind of blindsided then. He just he just kind of, without you knowing, submitted all your information. Well, so in addition to having you know all of these fancy degrees in languages, I also speak six languages, one of which is Dutch. Okay. And being able to speak Dutch at Holland America Line is just a massive asset. Yeah, because you're we, a shoe-in. Yeah, and of course, <laughs> Koningsdam all summer long is going to be sailing out of Amsterdam, which means on most sailings we're going to be you know at least 30% and upwards of 70 75% Dutch on board. So having a cruise director who can communicate with the guests in their language is very helpful. So now that you're on board the ship here, let's talk about the Koningsdam because this ship is awesome. Uh, so many different venues and new venues as well. Uh, from It's kind of a departure from the other ships you have in the fleet. Uh, talk to us about the entertainment options and how they differ from other ships in the Holland America fleet. Sure. I mean, it differs now only because we've launched most of these new things here on Koningsdam. But over time, as the ships cycle through dry dock, the incredible entertainment options that we have here are going to make their way to the other ships. So it's worth noting that for the moment, Koningsdam is a bit of an outlier, but that won't be the case going forward. Okay. So let's talk about Music Walk first. Uh, Music Walk soft launched on Eurodam a few months ago, and then the, the full sort of official launch was here on Koningsdam. And Music Walk is, is sort of our way of, of using branded partnerships to bring absolutely incredible music to the ship. So the first, the first venue in Music Walk is Lincoln Center Stage. So we've partnered with Lincoln Center, which is obviously one of the world's top organizations for the performing arts. And what they've done is very carefully curated these gorgeous performances for us, which really express the full breadth of the music that you would hear uh, if you were at the Lincoln Center. Mm -hmm. And we do this with a five-piece classical quintet, uh, five, uh, four strings and piano, and they're just fantastic. Uh, just across the way, we've got Billboard on board, your show is probably mostly in North America, I imagine, so, so your listeners will be familiar with Billboard magazine, which is a little less popular in Europe. Mm -hmm. But, you know, for those of us from North America, Billboard magazine is absolutely synonymous with good music. And, and frankly, you know, if, if something makes it onto the Billboard charts, you know it's good. Yeah. So, or very least popular. Good is kind of a subjective statement. But anyway, <laughs> so what we've done with Billboard is, is a very similar thing. We've partnered with Billboard magazine, and they're providing us with a two-piano concept. It's a piano bar. It's fun. And they have different performances. They could be R&B. They could do country. Never Number Ones is probably my favorite. These are songs that I absolutely love, but they never quite made it to sure. number one on the Billboard charts. So that's a great show. And then, of course, they take requests and do, do all request nights sometimes. So it's a really cool space. And here on Koningsdam, the, the two performers that we have are Anderson and Rachel, and they're both fantastic. We're uh, sitting in this theater right now. Is this World Theater? Is it what World it's called? Stage. World Stage. And if we can kind of paint the picture, it's a kind of stadium style seating 600 seats but there's is it 270 degrees of screens around here is that what that is yep there's 270 degrees of uh led screens and just by coincidence that works out to actually 270 feet as okay. well uh massive screens and the other day well not the other day it was a couple weeks ago now i was talking with the the director of entertainment for holland america line and i said bill there's not another theater like this at sea and he kind of looks at me and he goes jonathan there's not another theater like this in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. And last night you were, uh, we did a 
It was called Billboard. What was the show called? Off the Charts. Billboard Hits Rewind. Yeah, and that was really cool because uh, coming from a radio background and being in music, just watching everything come to life and uh, incorporating the center stage with the screens around and the singers and dancers, just super, super cool. Let's switch gears here and talk about the food on board because the food scene on the cruise industry lately has been like just going off the charts. And there's so many food options on this ship, and you don't really have to be a foodie to appreciate it. Sure. Uh, Well... On Koningsdam, we've launched a couple of new dining options that are really cool, as well as continuing some of the dining options that have been incredibly popular on our other ships. So what's new to Koningsdam? Well, we've, we've launched Seldomare, which is a, a French seafood brasserie. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm going to be eating there this evening, by the way. Nice. 8 o'clock, if you'd like to swing by. <laughs> um, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, the escargot, by the way, will change your life. I had it last night. You Amazing. A, okay, yes. so you know. It's unreal. <laughs> so continuing on from what we've had on our other ships, we also have our award-winning Pinnacle Grill which is uh, Pacific Northwest-inspired steak and seafood. And I have to admit, for a little while there, the Pinnacle Grill and I had to break up um, (laughs) because they stopped having the Alaskan King crab legs. But the crab legs are back, which means we are back together again. Nice. The Pinnacle (laughs) Grill and I have a relationship. And then all the way up on deck number 10, I don't know if you've been there yet, we've got Tamarind, which is our Mm -hmm. pan-Asian restaurant. Unreal. Love that place. Uh, it's definitely Asian fusion, so you can have... Um, let's let's talk about the Peking duck starter, just as an example. So mm. the Peking duck, of course, is classic Chinese cuisine, but it's served on Korean pancakes with a Vietnamese-inspired hoisin sauce. So we're visiting three different countries in Asia with one recipe, and it's just amazing. The other night I ate at the Culinary Arts Center, which yes. is partnering with uh, who? Food & Wine Magazine, maybe? Food & Wine Magazine. Yeah, and talk to us about that, because it's the... This whole trend that's sweeping North America, which is farm to table. And so I could be getting this all wrong, but is it like just fresh ingredients uh, prepared right in front of you? That's right. So we have a culinary arts center on all of our ships. And the culinary arts center traditionally has just been a show kitchen. Mm -hmm. So it's a place where you can go and watch our show chefs make recipes and learn how to do it yourself. And then we also do hands-on cooking in there. What's new to Koningsdam is that it is now also a certified galley, which means that we can actually prepare food there and serve dinner directly in the culinary arts center. And the concept is much like you just explained. It's a, it's a farm-to-table restaurant. There are two menus. There's the farmhouse menu and the market menu. I like the fish that they have there, so mm. I refer to them as the sea bass menu and the trout <laughs> menu because <laughs> I always get the fish. But it's incredible. It's, it's, it's so delicious in there. And, and our show chefs prepare the, uh, the dishes for you in the show kitchen. And it's a little bit of... It's obviously a culinary experience, but it's also a little entertainment. There's a little razzle-dazzle in the sense that between each course, the show chefs will come out and explain what they've done, explain what the cooking methods were, what the vegetables, what the, the meats, and what the various uh, you know ingredients are in the recipe, as well as the cooking techniques. So it's a really... I think it's fun. It's, it's, a, it's a little food and it's a little entertainment. Yeah. And right across from there is the wine blending uh, mm-hmm. at sea here, which is $129 per person. And you get to, we did this yesterday and I was just talking to Vanessa about it a couple of minutes ago, uh, how I know nothing about wine. Like I'm a beer drinker, but I learned a lot in there just from, uh, you teamed up with a vineyard in the Pacific Northwest and you're getting to make different kinds of, or blending Cabernets and Merlots and uh, other wines I can't pronounce, but it's a really cool experience there as well. Uh, let's switch gears here in closing. Uh, we had a little Q&A with you yesterday and um, you were talking about every ship has a location guide. So right now the ship's based in the Med, then it's going up to Amsterdam and then into the Caribbean this fall. So what will the location guide actually do? 
So uh, all of our ships have a location guide on board, and the location guide is knowledgeable of the regions that we're sailing in. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, when we're sailing in Alaska, our location guide will be very knowledgeable about Alaska. Here in the Mediterranean and in northern Europe, our location guide is Ian Page. Uh, Ian has worked on Eurodam, New Amsterdam. He, he's worked for other cruise lines as well. He's incredibly knowledgeable about the ports that we're visiting on this itinerary and then the coming itineraries. So what makes that so useful for us is that not everyone wants to go on one of Holland America Line's journeys ashore. Mm-hmm. Now, our journeys ashore are incredible, and we've curated some some terrific tours that will take you to incredible, uh, incredible sites. But let's say you own your own business, you're on holiday, you know, with your husband or your wife, and you need to check in. You need some Wi-Fi. You got to make some phone calls. You can go to Ian and say, Ian, I need to be on the phone to California in 15 minutes. How can I do that? And he can point you to the nearest cafe with internet. Cool. Let's say there's specific things that you really like to do. Hey, um, I. I'm, I'm really interested in the local wine. I want to find out about what's being made here. He can point you in the direction of the nearest vineyard. He can help you get a cab or negotiate a cab fare where cab fares aren't, aren't standardized. Ian is just absolutely fantastic. And I know I'm talking about Ian specifically because we're here on Koningsdam. But we also have incredible location guides throughout the fleet on each and every one of our ships. So kind of like a concierge then. A it's, little bit. It's like a concierge to the next level. Right, yeah. yeah it's like concierge squared. Last question here for you, Jonathan. Uh, if you had to tell someone who's sailing on Koningsdam, you cannot miss this once you get on board, what would you say? Well, in addition to the branded partnerships we talked about earlier, launched on Koningsdam just this week, we also have a brand new incredible partnership with BBC Earth. And uh, what Holland America Line has done is we approached BBC Earth with a, sort of a slate of recommendations and said, these are the products that we would like from you. And those products include a kids program, trivias for the adults, an all-new game show, which is just a ton of fun. And they've also filmed four documentaries just for us that we're playing up in the Lido Cinema, which you probably saw. Mm-hmm. It's just gorgeous up there. And then most importantly, what they've done for us is they have prepared in collaboration with Holland America Line, Grammy award-winning composer George Fenton, and of course BBC Earth, Frozen Planet Live, which is a gorgeous orchestral experience that we do here in World Stage, where we show the incredible footage from BBC Earth set to a score composed by George Fenton. And here on the ship, it's played by a 10-piece orchestra, which includes our musicians from Lincoln Center Stage, as well as our own show band, and it's just breathtaking. It knocks your socks off. Well, Jonathan, you're a really busy band, so thanks for being on the show this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's great. Thanks, Jonathan. As I mentioned earlier on in the show, I've only been on here for three nights because I have Carnival Vista coming up really, really soon, so I couldn't do the whole sailing. But this ship is just stunning. If you want to find out more about the ship, I've done a couple of write-ups, a couple of photo galleries. I'll put them in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. A big thank you to Holland America's Public Relations for having us on here. Eric Elviord, Sally Andrews, uh, Diana at Newman PR, Buck Banks, all the fine folks making this broadcast happen. Couldn't have done it without you, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, be sure to check out our coverage of Koningsdam at facebook.com slash cruise radio or in the show notes at cruiseradio.net. Broadcasting aboard Holland America's brand new Koningsdam in the Mediterranean, I'm Doug Parker and this is Cruise Radio. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. 
How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.